Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. You cool? I'm cool. We're cooling out. We are back. It's Kev. And it's Rail. We got our boy with us, our boy Carl. And it's Carl. (laughs) (laughs) What's good, man? Welcome back to the pod. I'm good, man. Just uh, winding down in uh, like one long ass day since like March 13th. Mm hmm. So So uh, true. Closing out out some drills. You seem like pretty busy, pretty active on social and shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. It just. I think the toughest thing when people start a business is just learning how to get the money. Like mm-hmm. you got because once you find that sort of like, well, the well seemingly never runs dry. It just mm. got to find where that well is and, and tap into it. And then, um, you know, so, so I felt like I, I, I tapped into that well maybe towards the end of last year. And it's been, um, it's been, it's been very good since. Yeah. Oh, been fruitful. Yeah. It's been, it's been, how long has it been since I started? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, in the 2018, um, 2019 was rough. I would say entrepreneurship, you know, just, just your typical entrepreneurship battles, living at, living at my parents' house, um, spending more money than I was making, you know, taking mm-hmm. trips, going out there, meeting people, Atlanta, LA, uh, paying for overhead, office expenses, yada, 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 website, um, putting out the cost of just putting out content and, um, putting together a high quality a platform for yourself to, to compete against, you know, people already doing it. So, yeah. you know, you just end up, in, but by the time you look up, you know, you got a 500 credit score. You, you, are, <laughs> you know, you, your account is negative, you know, every other week. And, um, you know, you just, you just sort of trying to put it all together, but you know, it's it just, like I said, it's been, it's been a crazy six or seven months because uh, it's kind of all, uh, all turned out okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the Pandemic. moment it turned? If you could uh, share, yeah. if you want to share, if you, what was the moment it turned or the the first like real bright spot? Doug, all right. Well, yeah, if you I could mean, share. <clears throat> look, I, I've been doing. I was doing deals in 2019, like with artists that or producers that were, you know, I you know I've been doing big producer deals agreements at the very least since you know the top of 2019, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit before that. So it was. You know, it's not like I'm making that much money off those. Those are smaller hits. Um, I found I found out 
that, you know, in entertainment law, you know, it's, it's, it's about closing those bigger deals, like mergers and acquisitions, like the, the big acquisitions, everyone gets the most money. Um, so I would just, I would just trying to structure my life and my profile and the things I was doing to access a higher client. And, um, you know, eventually I was able to just get that higher client and I, and, um, January, January, it, it was, a uh, it was mid to late January of 2020 where it all changed. Like I started to do better at, you know, I was starting to kill it. You know, you know, I became a professor and a thought leader, right? In, you know, in This nigga, you a professor. <laughs> that shit's still like, yo. <laughs> like, I teach two college courses. Uh, well, three now. Um, yo, congrats. Thank you, man. So, you know, that was always, that, that provided a, uh, a backbone income. Like, you know, at the very least I was going to make, maybe like three grand a month or 2,500 a month, you know, from that teaching income that wasn't that demanding. So it gave me a little bit more room to sort of operate. And then, so that was good. So I started in September. And then uh, as I pushed toward the end of the year, um, I, was, I was setting myself up, set myself up for some big deals at the at Q1. And then Q1, we closed a couple and um, we just been closing a, a, a lot more since. So you know, I, 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 without, trying to get myself assassinated. Um, I've closed uh, the, the money I've made from January 2020 to, to now, uh, mm-hmm. like triples probably anything I made the past four years combined. Wow. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah. don't, get, don't get yourself assassinated. You know how niggas get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. So what so we're talking off the pod and saying like how like during the pandemic you've actually been busy right. than you've ever been and what do you think that's like what, well what yeah think i think well well labels are still putting out music as you can see rapidly at the same pace if not even more so um i have clients that are either sort of the way things work is there's not that much of a detailed rollout plan that you think you know sometimes it's like a song is just a, a preview that they posted on Instagram is getting a lot of traction and everybody wants it. So all of a sudden there's a rush to put it out. So now we got to clear it with the producers and I might be, I might be representing the producer and I'm, you know, we're negotiating those, those deal points and you know, making sure it closes. Or I might represent, I might be on the artist side where I'm sending out the agreement to the producer and um, you know, I'm trying to negotiate on that end. So uh, every Friday, every new music Friday, there's this project dropping. And, uh, yeah. and so, so the inju- and, and people are signing over Zoom, right? Like, uh, I have a, a bunch of pub deals in the works for clients that are that are going to close all via Zoom. The inception of it to the end, you know, all Zoom meetings, no in person. So, uh, it's it's an interesting time <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. On that. So you like, I know, like you've always been like since I've known you, like I want to do entertainment law, right? And now it seems like you kind of like found like your niche per se, like with the producer side, you know, how did, how, tell me how that kind of like came about. Like, how did you get into like the entertainment space and say, wow, producers aren't being taken care of. And I could like really carve out my, my niche in the space. Well, yeah, I, I, th- I think you kind of just, you, you hit it too. Uh, I think the biggest thing was like, um, how was I going to compete against the massive law firms for clients? Like I had to avail myself to the culture in a way that mm-hmm. was going to like, Trend, I was going to beat them, right? I'm, you know, I'm almost undercutting them because they know what the producers and the artists might know about me, um, whether it be through social or some of the content I'm feeding, uh, and it's in a campaign I'm running on. So, uh, mm-hmm. 
I was like, for me to even compete as a young black guy uh, in entertainment law, who's not trying to partner up with a large firm, I, I have to sort of use what God gave me, which is me being young and black and in the culture. I'm of the culture. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to just sort of put out knowledge. It connects with me on a different level. And um, for me, first thing I noticed when I got in was, damn, like, producers half the time can't afford lawyers. And if they can, you know, it's just a weird, you know, they're always just getting jerked around. They're just, they're just, a, you know, a blip on the radar. And me, all of us here know that, like, you know, rap started with the producer, the DJ. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the evolution of it. So, you know, I thought I was, it was, just, it was, it was just something I saw and I fucked with it and I, and I was able to come in and just serve a purpose in the community and, uh, and, and we all eat. Gotcha. What are some ways, if any, you had to step outside your comfort zone? Shit, I mean, I ain't been in my comfort zone since. since uh, <laughs> you jumped off the porch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to say that. Remember I used to say, you know, I jumped off the deep end when I life jacket, you know? Yeah. No, really, I, I, I haven't. Dude, I'm, I'm 27, and I'm going against 55-year-old 55 55 year white guys in suits who've been doing this for 30 years. And I'm mm -hmm. competing with clients, and they're seeing my name on the other side of the deals now, every every other time it seems. So it's like, mm -hmm. um, it's uncharted territory and um, it's extremely comfortable. You just feel vulnerable. You feel like you're gonna get exposed at any second. You feel like, um, you know, you maybe can't, you, you can't compete at that level because, you know, you haven't been doing it for that long or they don't look like you or, you know, you have a lot more ride knowing it because you know, I don't, I don't have years of savings in the bank, you mm -hmm. know, we're starting to accumulate some, but, mm -hmm. um, so everything just riding on every decision I make at a level that, that's just, that's just tough on the day to day. So I'm just, I'm playing outside of my comfort zone from the, from the jump. But what gives me comfort, I think is knowing I'm doing what I want to do. So it never feels like I mean, I'm even playing in any other game, just waking up and kind of just, just I, I have that. I have a certain level of autonomy. I don't have autonomy to the fullest extent. Like, you know, I think we're a slave to our clients. You know, anyone who's an attorney knows like, you know, sure you can have autonomy, I guess from, you might not have a boss, but my bosses are my clients. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they be on your ass. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. They, they be on my ass, like. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. yeah, man. Cool, man, congratulations. Yeah, I'll take a sip of my wine. How's life been for you otherwise in the quarantine? Oh, uh, shit, man. Just, just, staying, just trying to lay low. I, I, I've been trying to, like, clean up, you know, old business, all that sort of stuff, just uh, make sure I'm moving good. But I've been working remote, really, anyway, my, since I started my firm. So mm -hmm. um, the day-to-day -day operation, I haven't been affected at all. So, you know, not mm -hmm. going with it. Um, the day-to-day -day operations is, like, what I've been doing anyway, just waking up, taking calls, emailing. Uh, every meeting I ever took in person was fucking a waste of time anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, like, it, this just made my life a lot easier and streamlined. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you guys can relate to that to some extent, like, just the commute times and dumb shit like that. It's like, mm -hmm. my, a lot of people I've been hearing is like, my, my routine is better. I've been hearing that from a lot of people. Like, yo, you know, this is bad, but I have a way better routine. Yeah. My routine is so much better, so much more efficient. I feel like, yeah, like granted, like gyms are closed and shit, but like I have like more time for myself to exercise and just do right. shit like 
break up my day. Like, if you're in the office, you're just in the office. Like, like, even if you're not, like, busy, you know, in that particular moment, you can't do shit because you're just in the office. Right. And there's, like, kind of in corporate America, like, um, an expectation that you be in the office for a certain amount of time. Right. Even if you don't, even if you don't need to be. Um, so I think, like, just being home is just, like, way more efficient. And it also, like, just cuts through all the bullshit of people just stopping by your office sometimes and asking stupid shit and saying stupid shit. It's like, don't, don't, don't talk to me unless you really need me. <laughs> like, why are we, like, why are you here right now? Yeah. So no, I really I think, yeah, I think all you, both you guys can sort of like, shit, man. It's like, you just realize you, how many pointless meetings. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys are still probably on way too many pointless Zoom meetings. Oh no, they started cutting them shits out. Thank God. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Because <laughs> they realize, like, you're in the car and you weren't saying anything. And yeah. it's like, all right, well, all right, guys. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye, bye. Blah, blah, blah. Like, why are we here? <laughs> yeah, so I think, pointless meetings. I think the pandemic, had, there, there are some silver linings after we get past the nasty, the nasty nature of it. You know, that's mm-hmm. the first thing. That's the most important. But um, some, of, some of the silver linings are, are there, I think. Um, I think, you know, American culture, Western culture in particular, it's seemingly just been late to adapt a lot of shit that I feel like that's why China just been on our ass for so long now. Yeah, uh, we just late. We just late. It, mm-hmm. we, why are we going? Why are we? Why are people still building these massive offices? It's such yeah. a culture such a waste of space, bro. Yeah, yeah, on show. It's a culture on show and not sort of efficiency. Um, and you know, I think that's why some of these places have been been on America's ass, bro. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, that's the good. It shines a light on it, but then also the other the flip side of it is now I think like these companies and these corporations see that people don't need to necessarily be in the office. I think there's already like a, a you know a shift towards that 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 line of thinking that people don't need to be in the office to be productive. But I think if anything, this pandemic really should have shown people like I don't have to be sitting here in front of you to right. get shit done. Um, but as far as like the massive office space that's all over the place, I just don't know how we would they how we we rewind that, yeah, and like just yeah. go away from that because this it's so much deeper than that. Like there's so so many banks that have so much money. Um, they have more money. Than, they didn't do stupid stuff. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. But they're already tied into these long ass loans on them, so I just don't see how that works out. No, you're right. They <laughs> get out of it. Like they're still building high rises and shit in Charlotte and I'm like who gonna live there who gonna, like, who? <laughs> like they've got three high rise projects going on right now and I'm like for what yeah I mean Charlotte seems to be a hot spot like people people definitely moving into Charlotte heavy yeah but it ain't like that well what's the culture like I feel like I've mixed I've mixed feelings on what I think Charlotte is because I haven't, uh, <laughs> I haven't even been. um it's ah, it's crazy. It doesn't even have a culture, honestly. It's like a city. It's like a, a brand new city, honestly. It's like they built a bunch of buildings and people just moved there from all over the place, moved here, sorry, from all over the place. So there is no real culture. Like right. there's, a, there's a, a stark age gap. Like for people, like people our age, there's nowhere really for us to hang out. Like, it's like either there's, like, bars for kids who, like, are fresh out of college. Mm. And then there's, like, super, super Mm -hmm. adult bars, you know, 40 plus. But the middle, you know, I guess millennial, whatever, there's no spots. Like, just no dope spots for us to really hang out at. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like there's and there's like there's like no coaching. You know, DC has like their go go. Atlanta has their shit. It's just like there's no feel. It's just like you you know you're in the city because there's tall buildings, but that's really just it. The baby saved saved Charlotte, man. Yeah, he, yeah he, he's the only he's the only thing we got. Because yeah. I mean, you look at North Carolina. The research triangle almost has more to offer from like a new. It age. definitely does. Yeah, yeah, like from it a definitely new- does. Yeah, Raleigh had that Raleigh that whole Raleigh dorm area. It's like even more black people up there. Like this, yeah. most black people that moved from like New York moved to like the Raleigh area. Right, they moved know? to that Raleigh area. There's a lot of problems. Yeah. Like, just like startup culture there, man. There's a lot of startup. Yeah. There's a lot of tech and all that stuff over there. And then even um, they have like more universities up there. Like Duke is over there. UNC is up there. Right. Uh, NC, NC State. State. So right. they have like better feeder programs to companies. So companies would much rather be there than be in Charlotte, even though right. Charlotte is the largest city. But it, it's just. I don't know, bro. Not about Charlotte. They don't have the. I know, obviously, University of Charlotte, which is a big school. Yeah, but it ain't. It ain't nothing, bro. It's not really nothing. Uh, uh-uh. I'm yeah, honestly like, wondering about that about Charlotte. They, they see. It seemed to be the way people will tell you, though. Not not you in particular, mm-hmm. but like the way the world kind of paints Charlotte is like, it's like the next brimming city, right? Yeah. No, so it like honestly, it could be, but it's like a very like reserved settling place right. like if you have a, a wife and a kid and like you guys really don't want to do anything like if you just enjoy like oh let's go to dinner tonight and you know let's catch a game or something like that then you're good to go like if you want yeah. some some kind of like outside the box excitement there's none of that there's a bunch of like your little like you know like honky tonk bars like everything that's just like you know the casual american dining uh, a barbecue spot, like all the like basic American stuff. There's that, and then the same kind of bars, an Irish pub, all that stuff, and then that's it. You got the Hornets, you got the Panthers. I went to a Hornets game, bro. When I tell you, shit was dead, and I felt, <laughs> bro. My, my 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 firm gave us the sweet tickets. I'm up in the box thinking I must be. I look down. I'm like, yo, it's empty in here. It's empty. No, <laughs> no, no noise, <laughs> no nothing. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's like, it's a city that I feel like people are going to move to because there's a lot of business and a lot of jobs that's going to be here and a lot of money to be made here. But hasn't established a culture. Life, life outside of that is, is trash. Right. And I don't even know, like, what kind of culture really could establish just because there's just – I mean, I think it could, but I don't think it's going to establish a culture like – What about you? Do you like it? I don't like Tom. Is it a place like, that you, you leave? Nah, hell no. Nah. Know that I'm gonna leave? Yeah, leave. Um, yeah. yeah, hands down. Uh, but when I so like when I came here, I came here like knowing that that was a potential. But I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me see. Like, you know, I mean, as an adult, North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I was like, as an adult, let me see. Maybe I'll feel different because you know I was in law school. I was a little uncomfortable. I didn't plan that move. I kind of just picked up and said I'm moving to North Carolina when I went to law school. Right. I was like, all right, maybe this time will be different. But now, like as a working adult, I'm like. Nah, like simple shit. Like niggas, there's no happy hours here. <laughs> like, what do you mean there's no happy hour? They don't no have happy hour. None in the entire state. So people like right. after people just go home. And I'm like, oh, that's that's unique. That's different. Very <laughs> yeah, very different. very different. <laughs> and I was watching. I forgot what the hell I was watching the other day. Um, ah, some stupid movie with Seth Rogen, and he's like a writer for like. The, some woman that's running for president, I forget. It came out, like, two years ago. I know. Long shot. But, yeah, long shot. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, they're at, like, some, like, his friend uh, invites him to, like, some dope party after work in New York and all that shit, right? And I'm like, damn, like, that's, I miss shit like that. Like, just randomly being invited to just random little parties and, like, just random dope shit. 
that mm. that kind of stuff would never happen here. But again, it's not a terrible place. It's just like if you're just like very content and very like, I want to go to work. I want to come home. I want to you know have dinner every Friday night. Go to the movies. Then it's good. Then you're perfect for here. But I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. It just it's, depends it's, on no, but what it you want. Like, I always tell people like, I tell any girl I'm with. I'm always like, yo, if you're paid, I definitely see myself becoming that. Like, uh, definitely a little bit. I'm just not. I'm just not. I I, I, just, <laughs> I don't know when that day is coming, but <laughs> but I definitely I definitely want to have yeah. my own my own acres my own my own plot of land and yeah live my own little life you know over there mm. i'm not yeah. i'm not there, not there <laughs> nah. yeah. and i think like that's the perks of it is that like i see like like everything for me is like financial that's how i look at shit like i, I see perks financially like oh cool like i could buy a house <laughs> and just have that shit in the family and that shit sounds dope to me but like Everything outside of that, like just life-wise, and like where my heart and my mind is, like yeah, yeah. this ain't me. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's also just kind of like uh, you got you gotta you you at some point it stops becoming like so much about social shit and more so just about those like business and financial decision decision become number one, and uh, mm-hmm. that's another thing that that hit me. I would say in the past year and a half, where I've just been. Eh, I ain't gonna give it past past six months where I've been yeah. like, nah, you know, it, it, it's literally business, uh, finance, so first, and then like anything, you know, social, personal, second. Yeah. You know? For now, though, right? It's like I'm, I'm not saying I don't even, I don't even want to live a life like that, but yeah. for now, it's like that. And the thing is, like, here, it's easy for me to do that because, like, Monday through Friday, like, my life's a fucking wreck anyway. Like, just right. busy, just busy as hell was. So it's like, but then it's like on the weekends, it's like, nah, I can't just be like, this can't, like, my life can't be like this where, like, I have nothing to do. Like, yeah. I don't mind working hard as fuck, but if I can, like, have something to do in my free time, like, things I like to do, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. So, like, it'll be like, I'll tell niggas where you live, but, like, equivalent to, like, my life now is, like, where you live. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you, like I would need like that kind of structure so that I can be like busy as hell during the week. But then like, cool, like I'm 20 minutes from New York or some shit right. like that. I'm 20 minutes. I want to do something. Cause I feel, I, want- I feel like so. Another thing too is like Jersey City is super lit. I mean, like yeah, oh, nightlife I, I in Jersey that. City is crazy. Like I fuck with it heavy. Like um, just a good mix of cultures, like in hip hop, you know, Hispanic, Asian, all that sort of stuff. So. Even even if I don't even feel like going into New York, I could either Uber yeah. or drive over to, to Jersey City. But you you kind of hit it though. It was just like I, I one. It wasn't a good. It's not a good financial decision to move to New York City. Like, I don't care what no. anyone says. This no, doesn't make not. sense. No. Look, Once I you can come from money. a three thousand dollars apartment. <laughs> and mm-hmm. For what? I pay nineteen hundred dollars, and I have way more square feet. I have high ceilings, uh, and I have uh, you know I was able to create that sort of environment I wanted for myself, but. Uh, if I wanted the same environment in in Manhattan or yeah, yeah. to go Brooklyn, like <laughs> two bedroom, you should, still Brooklyn. You want two bedroom? Yeah, depending on where yeah. you want to be, to my forty five hundred. Depends. Nah, yeah. it can range. Because like, because I, I I wouldn't move there to like sit in like be somewhere I didn't want to be. I want the yeah. I want the door man. I want the door top. Yeah, I want the door man. It's just expensive to be comfortable in Brooklyn. Right. So it, it's like. Those decisions start becoming number one for you, and um, yeah, it just uh, niggas is growing up, 
Like I, yeah, I had enough. Mm-hmm. I, had enough. I, I had enough. I want to be a gazillionaire, you know, and, and <laughs> sooner than later. Yeah, I'm growing up, but a nigga still want to have fun. Trust that. Word. Well, I was. Oh, I was gonna say while you were talking, one thing I, I was that was coming though was like, I don't know if it's like that for you guys, but for me, it's like the day to day action makes boost my productivity. Doesn't hurt it. Mm-hmm. Like I be feeling uninspired when there's nothing going on around me. But like, <laughs> like when shit's going up and I, I hit a happy hour, maybe on a weekday and you meet oh, someone yeah. new and life is just jumping yeah. a little bit. Just, it's a just nice rejuvenate your spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it breaks up. Right. Breaks up the routine, the monotony yeah. of the week. Right. So, you know, you know, that, that part of the game I, I, I enjoy. Like I'm like, cause as, as hard as our jobs are, you know, you can't really be have off days. I feel like it be fucking up shit. <laughs> you know, at a high level, um, mm-hmm. you can't really have those days. Um, but, but you have to like stay motivated, like throughout all this shit. Cause this shit can get, shit, shit, shit can get nasty in between. <laughs> in the yeah. Room. yeah. Hell yeah. No I matter mean, what you're doing, like niggas be thinking shit is cool, bro. I mean, I ain't gonna say I, I'm not that interested in law, but it's just like, yeah, I work with artists, but like what I do is still law. Like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like uh, what I my responsibility is still a very serious responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. So is it? I don't know it's if I stressful. Yeah, it's just a stress. It's a stressful life. Stressful job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But um, you know, just you just feel you start. I feel like as we get older, we start touching and seeing more things. You know, everything just feels a little bit more attainable. We we Touch just the fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So you stand out of trouble. I have no choice. I was just telling Rel <laughs> off the uh, off pod. Like uh, you were talking about growing up, and it's like, yeah, like you just think more about your finances, little investments I might have. But to the pandemic side, it's like they go number one. You just need that. That's what I miss to to just break up the weeks and just mm-hmm. keep your spirit rejuvenated. Because this is like a roller coaster right now. So it's just oh. tough to put a lot of hours into something, and then there's just nothing on the flip. It's just like okay, nothing. <laughs> you have to, yeah. You have to. It's, it's a yeah. test of will. It's a real. That's that's what I'll say. It's a real test of will right now. You just, really have to ask yourself why do you keep going. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate to be like bleak. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but like I'll be like, damn, like, just, well, how do you just what 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 is why do I keep going? You know, because I could easily just stop. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I and I do, but then other things suffer, like your personal relationships, moodiness, mm-hmm. the way you treat others. It's just because you push on when you don't want to, and it's. But I guess that's just a trade-off sometimes. You know what I mean? New York people have like a, who act like you just described with a nasty ass big cat in the house. And they (laughs) they see somebody once a year and they just be, they walk around moody and me. Yeah, Yeah, Mr. Johnson, he live on the the third. Yeah. Oh, man. But nah, man. Yeah. I'm still young. I'm just, I mean, somehow through all of this, you know, <laughs> we're still young. Yeah, uh, that's 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 the reminder. 
That's yeah. the reminder, like yeah. 29, and you're you're even younger, Carl. Like you're still young. <laughs> Somehow we're still young. Least, still young. Mentality's at least shifting. Right. Actions are shifting. Uh, compared to <laughs> younger to mid twenties. Early twenties, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I look and take solace in that actual actual actions are being taken and real considerations being placed into the future now. Yeah, it's it's funny. You guys definitely have, and not to say that like I'm anywhere I want to be. It's like you, I you guys have seen the evolution, the nasty, the nasty parts of sort of my <laughs> my journey to even where I am now. Uh, just, we all know. we all have for each other. We- yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So it's like I, I always wanted to have like that 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 look from. I wish I, you know, and the, I'm sure you guys wanted it sometimes too. Like man, like you know, how was I to other people that I was close with? Like, did, did niggas see it? Or mm. are niggas shocked? The niggas like, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, did they uh, saw it. Niggas saw it with me. Yeah, we definitely saw your evolution, Kev. What what evolution? But I was joking. Nah, so they got way better. Yeah, that's what I do with you. When I first met the nigga. <laughs> nah, keep yeah, that for but, the Friday one. Nah, of course, huh? of course, of course. Yeah, but, but the thing about people is what I'm also learning is like, yeah, there's evolution, but like, you were, Kev was always Kev, right? Like, oh, facts. Gradu- you graduated, you know, you didn't miss class or assignments, you know, you had internships, you know. I mean, that's the one thing. I always got my work done, thankfully. Like, I, right, though. So it's like... By the, the grace. Yes. By the grace. By the grace. <laughs> right. But it's like you, it, it, you always came through. So it was like part of... I always be like, hey, this is like overreacting around me a little bit. Like, yeah, I was wilding out. But like, <laughs> I was getting to it. Like, I was getting to it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they overreacted. I know things could have been worse. I could have just been, yeah, I mean, he was a class short of the degree, but <laughs> you know how I mean, many you know, <laughs> you know I mean, niggas we know who are a class short and just in life, they're just always a class short. Oh, yeah. facts. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, uh, just trying to finish that last semester over there at uh, John, John Jay. <laughs> Chill. Oh, Yo. oh my god yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man but now nah, i be trying to like find different ways to like um get out of that that negativity because there'd be days i'd be in this motherfucker like <laughs> you think the, think the world's coming to an end like literally like my world is coming to an end personally i'd be just in here like yo what the fuck like why am i doing mm-hmm. this what the fuck's going on no, you just can't. The problem is that you start feeling like you can't escape. Like it's just like, it's just like, yo, like too many, just too many emails, too many expectations. Yeah. And I be sitting there like, yo, like yo, what's, like what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You know, you know, what's crazy though. I would never thought I would say this. <laughs> Whenever I get like too anxious, Kawhi Leonard is just mad wild. But when he during the NBA Finals, he said this shit every game. Like, they would, the reporters would ask, like, oh, like, you know, how do you focus? He's like, don't get too high, don't get too low. 
Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Like, I, used to, I used to laugh at the nigga when he was saying it, but now daily I be telling myself like, all right, cool. Like days when I'm having like really great days, then I'd be like super happy and super excited. Like, all right, chill out. Don't get too hot. Don't get yeah. too hot. And the days when I'm having really bad days, like don't get too low. Don't get too low. Like just try to find like some kind of balance because nigga be super happy one day and then super depressed the yeah. next day. Yeah. <laughs> and those dips be killing me. Co- Coach Steve Lavin used to say it. He said, you know, we don't live in the peaks and valleys. You know, and, and I was like, damn, like he said, we, he said, don't live. He, he, he always used to say that. He said, he's like, Phil Green is a great player because he doesn't live in the peaks or valleys. You know, I was like, damn, that's, that's yeah. good shit right there. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just try to stay as even as possible, even killed as possible. But it, that affects, but you realize, <laughs> you know, how you, I also had to, I had, you You have to understand that it's okay to be a star too and stand out. I feel like everybody wants you to be sort of normal, but I, you know, I, I watch, you know, you read Kobe books or you watch Kobe's story or you'll watch the Jordan shit with the last dance. And mm. you know, what made them great was sort of that, that, that demonic sort of approach to everything that they were trying to do and just wanting to stand out. And I feel like people suppress that in order to fit in or just be like in, um, yeah. And, and I'm so, but, but like everybody that like so your friend, like people around you, like don't even know that they're even trying doing that, but they they end up doing it, whether it be a loved one or someone like a, a relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to suppress that dog in you because it makes, because, you know, they have certain expectations about you. So even that part of like my twenties has been like, just been crazy. Just like knowing you were greater than, you know, I, all of us here are, you know, have accomplished a lot, like all of us, like, but I think all of us know that we're greater than even what we are. Fox. <laughs> and yeah. like, we just continue <clears throat> to allow ourselves to just do mediocre shit or be mediocre um for whatever reason man and you know I, I think you know as we get older it's just like nah i'm ne- nah <laughs> no like i'm literally yeah. i'm not, i'm not doing that i'm not going to do that i'm not going to spend my life in mediocrity i didn't risk my all my shit for that yeah yes 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yo, i be He's feeling gonna... like that i be snapping on people like nah, you speaking you speaking you speaking i like that i think like I've been like doing mad self-reflection lately. Like, yeah. all right, I'm not, I'm not, I want to say, obviously, because we always got to do shit we don't want to do in some mm-hmm. form of our lives, but like, sure. overall, I'm not doing shit I don't want to do. Right. And like, people, because I you like get that. caught up in like, what people, what people ex- have expectations for you, how people going to feel, and you just get like, you end up going down a fucking wormhole, just trying to play. <laughs> message yep <laughs> looking at you look you looking at two twins and a mortgage How did yeah. I get it? <laughs> yeah come on that's, so that's crazy like i'm not doing yeah. shit i don't want to do and like i've been trying to like look at shit like take that approach to shit like all right cool like when i when this is all over i mean starting even now i'm like yo, i'm not doing what i want what i don't want to do mm-hmm. and i'm not doing that that's what I, i'm, I'm, I'm doing at the same time i'll be fucking out <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing that. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm fully with you. Like you, you said it. A um, lot of reflection to the point. Mm-hmm. What really helps me in these roller coaster days, because some days are just fine, and other days it just be like this life is really crazy. Yeah. And then one is like that's just natural. This is a crazy time. What really helps me, and it's really helped me, like more than meditation, more than anything, is just writing out my thoughts. 
like actually just releasing these thoughts in a like an app or something and getting them off my mind just really really starting to help me i've been doing that for like a couple of weeks and i just immediately see the difference so that's what helps me to be honest because yeah. without it, these these thoughts, this mind just keeps squirming. It's like it's just a, a little release to get them out. You and know, in the same way, reflect. Yeah, yeah. You you know, I always I think you guys both can sort of feel this about me though. Sometimes, and you know, I almost have to create that. You know, I watch that last dance. You know, it it, it, it would be like <laughs> Jordan would be like just creating enemy. Like I'm the king, I think, of just creating an enemy or like creating. Mm-hmm. I like wake up every day and it's like, <laughs> you know, I I feel slighted. I, I, people send me nice things and I'm like, yo, that's what you sent? Like, oh, you think? <laughs> like, oh, you you think Dan Marley can 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 guard me? Like, you know, that's how I be feeling. Like, or you think, you know, you want you think this is what I should be happy about? Like, you didn't know that about me already? Like, you didn't you didn't see anything mm-hmm. greater? So I'll be. I, <laughs> That's the one thing I watched in that documentary where I was like, damn, I guess like, you know, <laughs> certain people just, you know, you just take, you just feel like motherfuckers are trying to slight you. And um, mm-hmm. I try to stay in that arena, in that headspace. And it's toxic as fuck. Like, you know, nah. it's just completely. I, it <laughs> it's is good, not, it's it good is. if you work into a singular goal. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, 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 it goal. is, but it's really good. Like right. some, I forgot, I forgot what the hell, some song Nipsey, I think it was Loaded Bases, uh, or was it Ocean Music? I forget one of the songs and he was like, people, essentially people said, uh, said you're lucky, they got you fucked up. And like, I promise as soon as I got my job, the, my job I have now, in my mind, I was like, oh, you know, ha- I'm happy for it, but like someone thinks I'm lucky, someone thinks I don't deserve this shit. <laughs> like, all the time, like, yo, all right, niggas think you lucky, nah, fuck that. Like, you, or, you better yeah. know. Or someone, or someone thinks that you should be happy because you've like, Beat you beat it maybe some expectation maybe they have for yourself or like you I know, mean there's dudes that graduated like you know way higher than me in the in the law school rankings you right. know what I'm saying that we don't have jobs ended up elsewhere whatever but so, we never cared about that yeah like, I didn't care about that shit so yeah. it's like all right now like really like I just use that shit as like motivation all the time I mean that's just one of them but like I'm like especially when work gets like super stressed I'm like nah like. You like you belong here, nigga. <laughs> I could find an enemy in my fucking building, like a fucking <laughs> a, a roach coming through. It's like, oh, this roach. Is in my apartment? Oh, it, 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 all right. <laughs> nah, yeah, that the examples of his drive and like focus, I'd say really, really commendable. Yeah, I mean, I you, mean, like to unprecedented know. like level of. Yeah, this nigga find hatred and Con- Continuously, yeah. Keep yourself going. <laughs> but it's like it's like the um you also just start feel realizing like how many people are just living in fear and controlled by fear. Um mm-hmm. just fear mongering tactics, even like like if it's like if you consume the media or like the news every day, you're gonna be a fe- you're gonna be living in fear. Like they don't yes. tell the great stories, they tell the I had to stop watching mm-hmm. CNN and shit, because yeah. I was in this house like shook for a little. I'm like, nah, it's all yeah, niggas talk about every single day. Right, right, and it's like even if all everything you said is true, it doesn't really. It's not going. It, it can't really yeah. affect. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What I gotta do. Yeah, like, zooming in nonstop is not good for anybody. It's, it's yeah. like, all right, Dr. Fauci, I get it. Like, like, <laughs> like motherfuckers is having strokes now. But it's like, I also look at the numbers, and there's also mm. some other facts that I feel like people just play around with. Like, the amount of people who have coronavirus that have either unreported it or not been tested, and, you know, they give you that little death percentage where it's like, bro, you know we I mean, were just talking time. about this off the wax, yeah. off the pod. And, and just a quick have coronavirus right now who aren't tested or have the like have it in this. Yo, it's it's it. I I, I can't say it's double because I'm not Dr. Fauci, but yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it's a large it's a large percentage. Mm-hmm. And that, that and even just that a quick cut in, and even the numbers they attribute to it. Yeah. Like if you have like one of I think ten to twenty symptoms. The numbers they attribute to a COVID death might not even be like something else could have been ha- going on right. with you. Prior. Yeah. Sorry, go it's ahead. Like 95% of the people who are passing, you know, have underlying conditions. It's like, mm-hmm. and, and they'll point to like, oh, he was a healthy person. And I'm not saying none of us are that healthy. I'm just more like, um, we need to know those facts, but we don't need to be beat over the head with a stick to a, to a point where we, we feel like, you know, we're all going to die. Like, and now we're, now we're just controlled by the media again. And, you know, now we're back Bruh. at square. Yeah. We're I completely yeah. agree. Jerome and I were I just in, talking about that. Zygo. I was in New York wilding out right before they shut that shit down. Yeah. If, yeah. If, no, if no one would have told me that, you know, there was this amount of people dying, it wouldn't have changed my, you know, it wouldn't have affected me. Like, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, Granted, it's a lot of people dying, but, like, there's no way to really calculate how many people are dying. Like, any one of us could have COVID right now. We don't know. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the death rate is, like, the hot – it's a miss – they're just, like, skewing it to the higher side because, like, we, like you just said, it's like, yo, the amount of people who had COVID or have COVID and either didn't get tested or – you know, just walking. Yeah, like it's it's, yeah. it's probably insane. Yeah, yeah, without question. 
<laughs> I read an article. I don't want to get too deep into this, but I read an article where in New York specifically, hospitals get a higher like uh, reimbursement rate from the mm-hmm. state for reporting a death as COVID related. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's not gonna motivate uh, obviously someone. that yeah that yeah. entices me to report mad deaths as covid related like mm-hmm. or like they would show like trucks and be like there's covid bodies <laughs> in the truck and it's just like yo you you guys are that's great. Why, yeah yeah Had him packed up in the u-haul yeah packed up in the u-haul and it's like yo you is yo that's crazy like Mm-mm. yeah nah man but, but i'm, I'm, I'm ready for this shit to be over though <clears throat> Yeah, facts. like I get it. I get the concern, but in the grand, grand scheme, if you just do, if you look at the numbers, and then to your point, the confirmed numbers are off. They're yeah. even more. If you just They're look at off. the numbers they state and the percentage, like I told you, you can't comfort somebody who's they've lost a family member. To this, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying yeah. in the grand scheme, depending on where you are, yeah. like this isn't. This is something that we all could have and be playing basketball together. Or it could wipe out another trio of people. Like you can have this and just go about your day. Or you can have this and be laid up in the hospital. It's yeah, just- and 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 to be completely honest, it's like staying in your house. Like, bro, you want your immune system and cardiovascular system and respiratory system to be in the best shape possible. It's like, how is any of this behavior healthy? Like, you want to produce healthy people. It's it's like, come on, did people being mm-hmm. couch potatoes and eating pizza for? Two three months is great for people's immune system. Yeah, no. sounds horrible to me. It is because ob- obesity bodies. was a big, <laughs> a big target. Those yeah, that hit obesity, is a huge target. correct? Yeah, yeah. And you know I me, mean? alcoholics <laughs> turned up over COVID. Niggas is drinking like it's crazy. I seen the numbers. I seen the numbers. The first month, like I holiday had, numbers. <laughs> I had to unfollow at least forty five African Americans. Bro, oh, we doing the, the number? Oh. The number of shot for shot challenges I was getting oh at eleven a.m. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, when this hit, Jerome and I were uh, detoxing. I'm talking about we said it's about shot for shot challenges. Personal friends having they want to schedule kickbacks. This is week one. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> it's hitting like that. Mm-hmm. But, guess you go through it your own way. Yeah. But I'm, 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 not, I'm not gonna lie, like I'm at my, I'm not, I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm getting close to my breaking point where it's like I, I need y'all to like calm slowly. Down. I, yeah, I need to be able to go outside, <laughs> like be out and about around people. I don't want to be like afraid to be around people. It's crazy. I was watching like Ace Ventura earlier today in the background, and this nigga was just doing some wild shit. Like he was like had a plunger on his face and was like, and I was like in my mind, <laughs> I'm like, yo, he can't do this in COVID world. You know what I'm saying? And then like, you why am I thinking like that? I'm like, why am I thinking like that? Like, that shit's just stupid. Like, yeah, I just that want people to when I see, Yeah, that skews when I see a lot of scenes. Like, people, like, yeah. they just walking in the park or, like, I was watching yeah. Insecure. They had, like, a block party. Oh, Like, just yes. the things that can't. Like, the simple things. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't escape my mind. I can't. It's, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Damn, man. If Thank I'm God for house known. parties, I guess. Yeah, we, we said it on the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Now's my last weekend of freedom. I know. I know. We put ourselves on the show. I think it's been mm-hmm. in the crib for two months, two plus, two and a half. Damn near. I don't give a fuck who sees this. My weed man pulled up last night. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. We had a drink. I don't care. 
we had a drink. Uh, I'm nah, getting man, close. I've been invited to a couple places, parks and rooftops. <laughs> I yeah. said yes yet, but it, yeah, it's, it's about to happen. I, it's go, yeah. Like, I, I think in like June, something. like June one, especially once like the weather like officially breaks in New York when it's like seventy plus consistently. Oh, it's a dub. Yeah, they might as well just they. I, I always told me they, they the city is way better off mass manufacturing gloves, masks, sanitizers, and all sorts of stuff, and having mm. that all around the city than to yeah. pretend like people are going to sit in their house. Yeah. This is yeah, like you, that's my point. Mm. Why are we so focused on retro, like retroactive behavior instead of like mass producing? Like niggas ain't staying in the house. Literally, it, it's it's a dub. You could go into fucking. <laughs> it, it was hot the other day in New York, and it was crazy outside. It was crazy. It was crazy. Look, it was I'm crazy. with you. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, like because like realistic. If you give everyone hand sanitizer, if you give everyone gloves and hand sanitizer, people gonna use the shit and right. it'll be out. Yeah. Like, if you give me a mask and a glove and, you know, some hand sanitizer and tell me I got a way to come into your establishment, I'll be in there. Right. We look like damn fools. But I'll be in there. <laughs> yeah. I've been like a fool before that. <laughs> like, I've been looking like a fool way before that. They take no, no gloves to do that to me. Yep. Yeah, with gloves and masks. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be inside the spot, though. Thanks. Yeah, man, that's a fact. What do you think about all this NBA stuff? You care if the season come back? Or you think this, the back? Nigga, them niggas don't give a fuck about COVID. <laughs> they said Monday, 22 out of 30 teams are going to be open for voluntary workouts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 22 out of 30. That, that means they're coming back. I mean, like, yeah. literally, it's not even a question anymore, in my opinion, about whether the league's going to, like – how is it different? The mechanism in, in which they, uh, you know, proceed is, is one. But like them, they playing basketball. That's that's mm-hmm. what it. Yeah. Yeah. You read about the All Star Conference call? Yes. Oh, oh what, was was everyone All Star there? I saw Dwight Powell's name there. No, no, no. That was a secondary. That's gonna help. <laughs> like uh, Chris Paul orchestrated a call with him, LeBron, Durant, Curry, Lillard, Russell, Kawhi. Kawhi. I think Anthony Davis, all the prominent, prominent, the only key, key prominent was Harden. It was like, nah, we'll get a representative for you. That wasn't there. (laughs) And they were adamant they wanted to continue. I always tell people, I say, look, just because you're great at what you do doesn't mean you're a historian or doesn't mean you're a fucking... uh, uh, (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That might not be his his flow. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I was joking. I was joking. Yeah, that was is literally a joke. Uh, <laughs> I was literally. Uh, uh, uh. Um, no, I I think I, I think um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I I just don't get the you know I don't I don't I don't really like. I rather see like a league wide poll or something like that. I, I've yeah. always hated like representatives like sort of speaking for. Everybody, like, especially when we have the means to like actually poll people, and mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I think that's more so like my perspective. When it's like, that's sure, you should true. have leaders leaders talking, but like the end of the day, you know, there's 12 men on a roster, 15 more than likely 15 or 16. Niggas mm-hmm. got two way players now up and down that G League. 
you know, mm-hmm. up to 18 on a roster. You know, anybody getting game action really should have a say. Anybody on the bench and anybody getting game action should have a say. So, you know, and, and I might be talking my ass, talking out of my ass. They might have already had conversations, um, you know, in turn. This is always, you know, this is – we always love to run and jump like people aren't doing stuff. We don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're not having conversations on the back end about this stuff. But mm-hmm. whether they're going to pull the the whole league, but it it would make the most sense in my opinion to let anyone who has a stake in their livelihood to have at least some sort of say in what's going on. Yeah, but I mean, if the superstars want it back, more than likely it's going to come back because they're the ones that bring all the money in. And, and, they, but it's and, like, and they influence the 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 other dudes the most too. Like, mm-hmm. you know? of course. Yeah, but the other dudes got got bills to pay as well. Like there's dudes at the end of that at the end of that bench that's making. I mean, ain't look. It's a, it's a lot to us, but to them, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand. No, they live in check to check. You know, there, there's yeah, been a bunch of athletes. They are. Yeah, saying that they live in check to check and. Checking. Funny, but yeah. Hmm? When your checks slow up, that shit slow up. That shit's different. It's, it's not funny, but uh, I'm a little bit more heartless these days. I don't care about this <laughs> nigga. No, it's not. But it's it's, it's just like I'm I'm kind of with and uh and <laughs> you got what almost forty million people we looking at gonna be unemployed. You can't balance. <laughs> Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Five hundred thousand. Oh, come on. Figure that shit out, B. Come on. The checks. Man, the can't. checks that I'm I'm happy that cut cash and I've been clearing. Like these dudes are getting on a week. Like a week to week. Game. Those are game checks, right? Yeah. So it's like, come on. You figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> really I really wanted to. Yeah. It, it, I don't it, think that's heartless. That's a lot of money. <laughs> well, you but you also learn that like innate like na- national enablement doesn't help like you want to like niggas gotta learn for themselves like uh, the lesson doesn't really hit unless you know you learn it for you everyone always like to give people advice like nigga fuck advice like i didn't i never listened to anything and and you know i had to learn i learned those lessons myself because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't think they would have stuck. I don't think they would have stuck if I just listened. Bro. Yeah, I be telling fucking Dow to show the time because he be like, he argues with me about shit, right? He'll tell me some shit, right? And I'm like, all right, whatever, fuck it, right? And then if it happens to me three years later, I'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? And I learn from that experience, I'm like yo. And then I'll come back to him, like yo, you told me that, and he'll be like, yeah, nigga, I told you three years ago, you could have learned if you just listened to me three years ago. And I'm like, no. Because like if I didn't go through it, then I wouldn't have felt yeah. it, and that's why I didn't feel you when you said it to me three years ago. That's not how I you wouldn't have got the lesson. <laughs> like you you yeah. wouldn't have understood it deeply, yeah. and you wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't have connected. Yeah, it would have came if if I was to you three years ago, it wouldn't have probably hit me immediately. But something would have came back to me years later. Like I needed to go through that experience in order for me to get to the point where I'm at now. Yeah, we got to stop saving people for themselves, man. Like yeah. I, th- I think. You, you. I've never met a person that I, I, and I respected on a high level who didn't have to go through those things, you know, and learn from them. That's what makes somebody someone who can speak on it. Yeah. 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 But, we, but people have that complex where they want to feel like heroes. Like, yeah, you know, I feel good about myself. Uh, you know, <laughs> let, me, let me make let me wake up every day and act like I'm saving someone. Like I'm and everything. Pretty, yeah. yeah. And my shit's all gravy. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. Uh, Gotta go know, judge I, something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to heaven. 
<laughs> That's the one, yup. That's the one. Yeah, I know. You know, fuck that. <laughs> Uh, I just want to switch to get your insights on music. How do you feel about the way artists are navigating this pandemic? And I know it depends on artists, but would you recommend you release music, hold it? I think anyone holding music, it's like the hoarder. It's like, what are you doing? Just drop your, I I don't believe in holding music in general, but um, no, you you should be releasing. I think, um, I think, I think in a weird way, Besides the fact, you got to look at the way deals are structured. Like, the reason why you got to worry about artists is it's like true. the NBA, same thing that we just talked about with NBA, NBA uh, uh, players. It's like a lot of the artists sign huge advances up front and they're not getting any royalties on their money and on the music until they pay it back. So yep. mm-hmm. how many of these artists are actually, you know, making enough that they're repaying their, uh, you know, advances back? Not, not many. It's a smaller, it's a smaller number. Uh, Record labels operate like hedge funds. You know they don't need mm-hmm. to. Win. They don't need to win on every single sign. They know they're not going to win on every uh, sign. They know they're not going to win on majority of signs, but they know that the ones that last last for a long time. Um, so, how many artists right now who spent their advance and can't do shows? It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just, that, that, that sounds. That feels very, very scary. That that's like a very scary proposition. So. Um, you, you, a lot of people are just, you know, put, I, I think they're trying to put out music, work through their deals, uh, and generate attention and, and stay hype. But I think you have to stay on people's minds through this. You're insane. If you don't drop an album, like Drake's job, like the, the music sector outside of like the live shit. I mean, Jesus, yeah. God, yeah, that, that that's ugly outside mm-hmm. of that sector though. Um, <clears throat> I think it's showing how insulated the music and entertainment industry is. Um, like music is not going like it's like it's like alcohol, right? Like, who's going to stop listening to music during well, the more, more, even more, <laughs> even more. And um, so you, I think people got to get creative about how they're creating videos and stuff. Um, a lot of, I mean, like like we talked about though, a lot of like states are you know even open open up enough where people are still shooting content so and people in the hood let's be honest don't care I, i've seen at least four or five i've videos. seen match <laughs> don't give a fuck so um i think most are operating i think most understand that and are that's why i said like every friday it seems like there's a rush of music coming out you know mm-hmm. polo g's coming out this friday a bunch of other artists are coming out friday and it's every friday it's like a drake's dropping i think this summer he still said this summer i think he said june uh, I don't know yeah but people are still dropping yeah i think they're doing well i think i think they're doing well i, I would say the one thing i would the the music industry like every other industry seems like they're just late you know streaming napster was invented in like the late 1990s and yeah. streaming wasn't really embraced until about 2012 2013 um that's like you, know, you could do the math on that, but that's a horrible. Yeah, that's so good. Almost fit fifteen years. Yeah, that's a good fifteen years. <laughs> and we, we didn't embrace streaming until we had to, because remember, every album was leaking. You know, mm-hmm. nobody was selling hard copies anymore. Like it, every album was leaking, though it was it was just bad. So how do you combat that? Let's lower the price point, get things up at an easier rate, 
and create a, a product that um, almost feels like it's free. You know, I think now the price points are too low. Like, how the fuck were we paying fifteen ninety nine for one album, and then now we're paying nine ninety nine a month for? I listen to any yeah. album. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. That's yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Um, Bro, I so, paid fifteen dollars and got six people on my uh, Spotify family. <laughs> Right, so it does, doesn't mean, yeah. So, so I feel like it's sort of teaching us again about like I like about the live music side of it, where you know some of the virtual experiences that like Travis Scott's been able to create with Fortnite, and some of the other artists that have been able to create these like moments of music, um, and an IG live and verses, right? Um, mm-hmm. That stuff is was already a more effective, cheaper thing to do, even on a night to night basis. Like I think a lot more people would would want to do that on a Tuesday night with their girlfriend with a bottle of wine, watch verses, than maybe even go to a show mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. You know, like on I guess on a weekday. I'm not saying like you know like you know you yeah. want to see, but the, so we're just late. <laughs> Once again, the industry is slapping the the music industry in the face, and uh, mm-hmm. so I, I hope I hope it. If there's any silver lining, I think it's escalating um, some of the archaic things that that have already existed in music. But I do feel bad for live because if you were to talk to half the music industry and live music seven months ago, or people in the music industry in general, it's all about live, live, man. That's all you live, like man. And then yeah. and then this happens, so. Yeah. When do you see live shows coming back though? Well, they've been they they were introducing, I think Arkansas, they're doing these pods. You saw that? No. Mm-hmm. They're doing like six person like pods where you're like everyone's like spaced. And like, you sit inside of a pod and watch a live show? Yeah, yeah, you're podded out in the audience in the festival. I like it to some extent cuz I That's kind of cool. Yeah. So some of those things are being experimented with. Um, when do I think we get back to some level of normality with shows? I have no clue. Yeah, that's just sound like 2022 <laughs> I, to me. I, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would guess. I would guess January or February in some spot. I, it, it, you, you got to remember, Trump's in office. Like he's very yeah. state by state based. Like so, I think it'll be really up to the states. In, in a lot of different ways, like, um, and you're seeing that now. It's 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 up to the states. Yeah, we out to Texas. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, Florida, Georgia, 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 Georgia wildin'. You see, they gave bro. They gave twenty thousand teens their driver's license without taking a road test. I, know. I saw that. These <laughs> are crazy times. <laughs> These are crazy times. <laughs> they are the amount of even tweets I see from people. They're like they're just they're protesting. Got the like, things out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. I mean, I guess y'all, y'all AR-15s on their back protesting. Yeah, I'm like, right. they want to die for it. I'm like, I, I care, that. but I don't care that much. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I can take a walk on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, I, I don't care that much. I mean, you just you just gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, mm-hmm. until you don't do it anymore. 
it's true though. I was like, I'm not. I'm not what what am I gonna do? Like, I go to my grocery store, uh, with my mask on, wash mm-hmm. my clothes, you know, <laughs> do my work. That's, what else you going yeah, to do? Yeah, like a lot of this is normal now. It's just certain times you just you can't help but think it's only been two months. You have a lifetime before this, so you can't help but just like have those thoughts. But but I do think. Once again, the amount of people I've heard that have blamed the gut, it goes into politics again. It's like the, they think it's, I have a book. I just, I'm going to grab it real quick. Mm-hmm. Now he an avid reader. Uh, Poweronomics. The, the, the National Plan to Empower Black America. Mm. Dr. Claude Anderson talks a lot about uh, there are a bunch of tiers. There's civil rights, there's justice, there's education, there's healthcare, but they're all fueled by one thing, economics, right? Mm-hmm. And this again has exposed how many people literally try to address those justice, civil rights issues and inequality issues without sort of understanding how this country is run. Mm-hmm. It's, we live in a race-based society, we live in an economic-based society, uh, Period. Laws in this country are established. They have been established based on race, and they have been established based on economic stand, uh, status. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the money have been able to control what goes on in their community and their livelihood. We, as Black people, continue to not control our destiny uh, and not even care about that aspect of it. You know, we we lead on the civil rights side, but we don't lead on the economic side. And I think we're the most vulnerable every single time because um, we, we're preaching equality, but we're not, this is a race-based society. Why would, why would it, there, there is no equality in a race-based society. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, we have to look out for ourselves. <laughs> and I think for me, COVID is another example of just like, what I even just see people running on the campaigns and how is the government's problem and yada, 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 you know, we need our checks. Yeah. And it's like, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm just more like, that's interesting. I mean, you know, I, they're not that. Well, what makes you think they're ever, they've ever saved us? Yeah. Ever in history. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't think of a time where black people have, especially particularly black people. Um, yeah. But society in general, I can't think of a time where we've really ever been bailed out, um, you know, but by our government solely. You know, um, usually it just gets rough and then we come out of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it runs its course. But um, that's, yeah, that, that, once again, it's just like, I, I think we have to learn to, to just empower ourselves. And COVID, just another example of that for me, like where I'm like, damn, like, the vulnerable, they're vulnerable. You see the sirens behind me right now. <laughs> yeah. It's rough out here, man. I'm in the Northeast. What's but, that shit called? Like Darwinism? Is that what everyone keeps referencing? Like, we're like, kind of like. Fittest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. I mean, I don't, yeah. I won't necessarily say that per se, but like, I'm also not just like sitting around waiting for someone to like come save me, you know? It's like, <laughs> All right, do what you do. What the fuck you gotta do. <laughs> Let's figure this shit out. Once it's like safe for everyone mm-hmm. to go, go out, whatever. Like, let me out. Like, I'll figure that shit out myself. Like, I don't need 
you know, some kind of like some form of bailout per se. Was that you show me a tap? Stay dangerous. Oh, yeah. Is that real? When did you get that? When I was in LA, but before all this happened. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, before all this happened, but but it made me. Wasn't too much Mm -hmm. before, but it was was before. Um, And yeah, you know, attacking these things. Uh, Stay dangerous, man. Like stay. They want us afraid. They want us to literally live in fear so we can be controlled by a narrative that hasn't helped so many people. Yeah. Not going to be afraid. You know, I I hate to be the cryptic guy, but when it's your time, it's your time. (laughs) And that's the fact. And even when you watch the news, like, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. So why are you forcing me to stay somewhere that I don't want to be when you don't even know what's going on. We don't even know. Yeah, yeah like, the, amount, the, the amount of people who, who use social media to, like, definitively say things about some of this stuff, I'm like, you're ins- If anyone's insane, it's you. You have, yeah. you have literally said that you basically know everything about. They're just making these crazy COVID statements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how are you outside? You know. You don't know how this disease is killing like, like, No one knows. The doctors don't even know. Niggas talking about strokes and COVID toes and <laughs> all this other shit. I'm like, yo, a month ago, none of this was even, like, none of this stuff was even happening. Niggas right. just had, like, flu-like symptoms, whatever. Let it, it, ago, let it play out. If you got it, you were immune, remember? A month ago, if oh, you yeah, got facts. it, you were good. But now... Yeah. <laughs> a month ago, Trump said this, this, this is going to brush over. We, go, we were at the end of it. That nigga is a funny motherfucker. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I saw, uh, I was watching Colbert. I don't know if you saw the one with the, it was, this is this week, with the two female reporters. Yes. Where he walks off stage. Yes. Yes, so, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he cracks I like me up. belly laugh. Like, I can't. <laughs> this dude, he, he's, he's literally insane. He's, he's but that literally. makes me like, that. that's what, that, that's what like cracks me up about him because he's just being himself. Yes. Like you when, know he started, he when he started, when he started calling the Chinese virus, I was like, "Yo, yo like, like this dude, he's like Tuka- he's like Takashi. He, like, he is. Yeah. He like Takashi's gonna go number one, maybe debut on the number one on the charts. Yeah. And then literally Meek Mill is trying to beat him, but he doesn't realize by mentioning in his name. Yeah, you just boost him. Just boost yeah. Him. Yeah. That dude doesn't have a base, and we all don't react. Of course, we continuously react. Because it, yeah. it, it, it's just because like we've never seen a president act like that. Like, and I'm not one to get like over, like you know, anxious, overzealous about whatever he says. Shit. Like, if it's funny, I find it to be funny. Like we said that Chinese virus thing. And they're like, why do you, <laughs> like, why do you keep saying that? He said because it came from China. Like, bro, I was in tears <laughs> over here. <laughs> like. He, this guy, it's like this dude is crazy. Like he's crazy. He's playing he's crazy. This dude, he's literally playing games. He's with fucking the, crazy. With the world. He he treated he the world like it was his playground. Like literally. But the thing, but then um, it goes to show. About, oh god. Go, 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 go. No, he was talking about uh, so-called Obama Gate, and so a reporter pressed him like, "What is that exactly?" He said, "You know what it is. It's in the newspapers." <laughs> 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 no, and then they asked him again, like, what is that? He said, you and I both know what it is. The next question. 
know, but that's the thing, whether you're talking about just, like, blindly follow people, and I think, like, most, like, black people, for example, like, just are, like, you know, the government should lead us, the president, like, should, you know, lead us out of this, and it's like, yo, like, what are you following him for? Like, whoever might be in that seat or in that position, you know what I'm saying? Not just Donald Trump, but whoever's in that position, like, you can't, like, rely on someone else to pull you out of your situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the biggest, the funniest statement I think that's ever made is the president's the most powerful person on the planet. Yeah, I've never, I've actually just never believed that. But the amount of people that just like say that and say right, right isn't. I'm like no, you, you, I don't, I don't believe so. I think politicians are controlled by. We know who they're controlled by. Mm-hmm. They're controlled by money. The most powerful people are the wealthiest. Exactly. Uh, period. You know, we live mm-hmm. in a, we live in that sort of that that sort of universe. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking at all of this, and it is it, it makes me sad to some extent because I'm like, I know people who are close to me, you know, and this is like, and I think me all of us can hear can say this is after us taking into account all of this bad stuff that's happened be the COVID. Like, I don't think any of us are trying to... Yeah, that goes without play. saying. That goes without saying, yeah. But we should say... Yeah. At all. Nah, not at all. This is, this is, like, way after that. We're, we're talking about, you know, a couple people, we, we, things we've come to grips with, and we're trying to have, you know, some, some have find some light in the, in the dark situation. Yeah, when mm-hmm. it, yeah. Loss right. of life. Right. Without, so, yeah. You know, when I, when I look when I look back on these times, man, I'm just gonna be really, really like, man, like we so many people that I cared about were just controlled by the media in a way that like impacted their day to day that was just insanely scary. That was just like I don't know if that's ever been done before because this is the first time in history where you just can't escape things. You log on to your computer, COVID, phone, COVID, you know, it's everywhere. Niggas is clapping at 7 p.m. Like, you know, you can't get away from that shit. So it it was just interesting to see how it consumed people in in their in their existence. It was for me that that was a scary thing. That was like uh, that's 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 interesting. Yeah. 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 I just I I I uh, I fear that some people won't recover from this shit. And uh, I'm like, <laughs> I can see some relationships changing. I'm seeing some shit that people post on social media. And I'm like, yo, I didn't know you, like, not necessarily like, I didn't know you thought like that, but like, I didn't know you could be controlled so easily. Right. And like, get on a thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, didn't know that, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You're right. I didn't though. know you were crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't. It, it, yeah, so many people are just like losing. But like I said, I think there's a couple things we're gonna come out of COVID with. One, um, the America has to get cleaner. I think <laughs> the way we operate, like the click. I think I think you know we have to take things more serious. Especially a place uh, like New York. <laughs> oh, especially a place like New York. you have to take things more serious. They just disinfected niggas, the train. Niggas finally cleaned the train. They're like, what were y'all doing before? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Carl. That's disgusting. I wouldn't even have admitted that. But go ahead, Carl. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you're right, though. Like that's nuts. That that sort of stuff. But then it's also just like the expectations we have on the government. You know, Mm. the expectations we have on society. All all of it should have just been 
should have been, you know, questioning. But I don't think we should be playing inside and looking toward a broken system or a system that really hasn't worked for certain groups of people to, like, be that uh, saving grace. Mm-hmm. Like, it hasn't. Like, it, it, you know, it just it hasn't been that saving grace for us, like, at all. Um, so I, 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 I'm really disappointed. I think I'm disappointed by that. Like, the media coverage, um, the fear that it's excited, not, like, the hope. You know, I haven't seen much hope. Like, how does the media just spread, spread fear? I'm fully with you, yeah. spreads faster than disease itself. Like, mm-hmm. it would just panic. And what, even if, this, if these were our last days on Earth, I would not want to be afraid. Like, I don't know. I would want, to, I want us to enjoy this. Well, I think we should be smart, but I, I think we got to, that, that media thing, uh, yeah, we have to be way more careful. We have to be way more careful. And I think this is COVID, the response to Donald Trump, right? The reason why he even won. Um, I think COVID, a bunch of other things just showing me how media, uh, like a lot of the people that want good, I guess, are sort of responsible for sort of what, what the, the effects that happen after. Yeah. Like, I don't think Trump elected himself. I think a lot of the, the liberal platforms sort of elected Trump, in my opinion. Damn. Carl Folks. Shit. <laughs> I have nothing else to add. Yeah. Black people, let's empower ourselves. Facts. <laughs> That's all I care about. Shall we end there? <laughs> yeah, we got the unofficial one Friday, so we can. Yeah, <laughs> we can end we'll, we'll, we'll end there. We'll, we'll, the unofficial, we can talk a little more. Um, <laughs> man, thanks for coming on the pod again. Man. Yeah, man. For real, Thank bro. you. No doubt, brother. Go ahead and tell people where they can find you or like good shit. If you guys need a entertainment attorney, contact my boy. Go ahead and spread spread that information. Yeah. Um ESQ folks. ESQ F O W L K E S. Um <laughs> nigga forgot how to spell last No, name. I was gonna say, I mean, you know, I almost don't even like to tag like entertainment attorney because I feel like I'm not mm. saying it sells me short, it's just more like you know, it, it, sure, I, I can do legal work, but if, if that's where you think I'm, my, my biggest value as a person is going to come, I, I think you're probably selling me short. You're not getting yeah, my bro. apologies. Come on, my man. bad. Damn, my bro. bad. Take it. <laughs> make, Take it. No, too long. Long. You you too long. Too long, bro. No, I, I wasn't talking about you. I was just talking about more of like, yeah, sure, I'm an entertainment attorney. You know, I, I, I live in that space, but uh, I'm much more than that. Much more than that. Facts. You heard the man, bro. My bad. Nah, you know, I got to learn. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, people, as always, thank you for the love, the support. Make sure you check out the website, coolingoutpod.com. Uh, we're going to have full-length episodes, video clips on IGTV and YouTube, podcast audios available on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, everywhere that podcasts are available, wherever you listen to this episode, we are there. Until next time, this is Cooling Out. Stay cool. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. You cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, you cool, I'm cool, we coolin' out. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 